0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the World Explorer Podcast, the podcast where we create worlds from a random prompt. I am Casey, and as always, I'm joined by Isaac, our prop master, who will be giving us this week's prompt. Vitamin D! Is that... what? What's that gotta do with the prompt? Why, why, why? Vitamin- I, I just,
1: I just had some vitamin D. It, it was a gummy, it tasted good. Anyway, so the world building prompt for today. Yeah. I was thinking back to, uh, the door of fears that we had before
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, um, mm-hmm.
1: anyway so I was thinking we could do a world similar to that where we might have a door or something else because we've already done a door Yeah. that leads to not your fears but it's a realm where, where basically whoever enters it becomes split into the different key personality traits of
0: that person, so it's so it's like an area where you can examine your core selves. Like yes, in, like essentially. In, so, like inside out, uh, they have she has those core. Riley has those core islands. If she was to walk through the door, those core islands would then turn into the the people, the person. Yes. Okay. First question: Is you yourself become one of those people, or are you still you, and you're just meeting those people?
1: Um I would say that you yourself are still you so that we have a main character to follow
0: yeah that's that in, was in i this. was that was what I was thinking. i think it'd be yeah
1: otherwise you're getting a bunch of very one note bland characters
0: i mean you're still getting them but there's one like, who brings them all together
1: yeah they, like they are yeah but in this the uh one noteness is a feature not a bug like it's Unlike most stories that include one no one-dimensional bland characters, uh, this one is meant to have characters like that. Yeah, because that, they are like that by design.
0: Okay, so well, I guess we need to establish where this thing is, how it works, all you know, all the basics of building a weird door di- dimension thing. Uh, first one, man-made ah. or magic thing that just happened to appear.
1: I say magic thing that just happened to appear.
0: Okay, is this thing, like, in one place where people can make money off of it by selling tickets to this thing? Or is this something that moves about, or...?
1: I was thinking, again, similar to the fear door. It moves about, and you don't necessarily know where it's going. One thing that I thought of was a train. Which, trains have been done with this a lot, like the Polar Express Mm -hmm. or the Infinity Train. Yeah. Uh... I'm I'm trying to think like
0: what's a... I I won't like... When I think of like uh, when you have split personalities, I think the thing a lot of people think of is broken mirrors. So the idea would be that uh, you don't break a mirror and this happens. Like the mirror has to break by itself. And then you get access into this dimension. It could be any mirror that I guess is big enough for a person to climb through. I don't think it's going to be a handheld mirror or a pocket one. It's got to be like a bathroom mirror... Or, uh, I wish like, mind- one of
1: those mirrors that sucks you in, and, like, you turn into this, uh, these light beams or whatever as you enter.
0: Well, I, I think the whole idea is that the shards cut into you, quotation marks, like, they cut into your soul as you walk into it. And I don't think you'd get that effect or the metaphor of it if you get sucked in.
1: Okay, so most of the time... This is just sort of, like, visual world building mm-hmm. now, where most of the time when you have mirrors that people can go through they'll have like this sort of rippling effect like almost like they're made of water mm-hmm. uh, when you touch them well this one uh, I think it would be cool if, if maybe instead everything the entire mirror itself looked uh, shattered and as you walk through it the shattered pieces of glass start um, like like it acts sort of like uh, I don't want to say a film like,, you know, like, as you're walking into it, uh, it might start like wrapping around you or something. The uh, little shattered like, pieces.
0: Have you ever done that, the prank? Then you come out on
1: the other side? I,
0: I have you ever done the prank uh, where you take saran wrap and you put it in front of a door really smooth and then they walk through it and it kind of just ends No, up but
1: I. No, but I want to.
0: It's really funny. It's tricky. You have to be. It takes. It takes some skill. But it's really funny. We've done it before. I and uh, so you should. And then you should let me know how it goes. Uh, but <laughs> it's. It, I would imagine. It would be like that. So now you have to do the prank to know how uh, how it works. So everyone go and saran wrap someone's door. It takes patience, guys, to make it smooth enough so they all not notice it, but it's worth it. And watch their reaction, and then you can see what I mean when I say that's kind of all and Because I imagine this would be slightly more painful. I mean, your personality is being ripped, duplicated, and then split. That doesn't sound pleasant to me.
1: Yeah. Now, probably not. I mean, it's not really physical pain, though. It's mental. So maybe you just get a splitting headache.
0: Yeah, like your brain's been splintered into a gazillion pieces, because that's kind of what's what's happened. Or duplicate. I think you'd only really feel the effects of the duplication, and then they'd split it there. Like, I don't think you'd feel the splitting itself. It's more like the visual representation of it. But Yeah.
1: Okay, so, what, okay, so, we got it, it's on a mirror. So, with this act, similar to the door that we originally made, where it just appears at random locations, like, uh, you'll just be walking through your house, and then one day it's like, is that a new mirror? When did we get that?
0: Well, my thought was actually that, I thought it would actually be your mirrors, but just shattered. So what happens is you have a normal, like, I have a mirror on my door that would this would work for it because I could walk through it if I wanted to. Uh, and one day I'm just like, I come home from work, I close the door, I turn me, and my mirror is just shattered. But, like, none of the pieces have fallen out and it looks really weird because normally when it shatters like that, pieces fall on the floor. But it's all intact, but it just shattered. And then you kind of, you just tempt it and you poke it and then your hand goes through and then you're just drawn in and that's
1: it oh I like that like it forces you in as soon as you touch the glass
0: yeah and you're more likely to do it if it's your own mirror I feel than if some random sharded mirror shows up you'd be you'd be a bit more cautious and concerned of a shattered mirror that just showed up than your own mirror broken because if it's your mirror that's broken you're like oh someone just broke my mirror let me go pick this up and take care of it but if one just randomly shows up in your house and you got this weird aura around it you'd be you wouldn't really want to touch it as much You'd yeah, be more I likely that, to that poke it sense. with a like stick or something mirror, first.
1: <laughs> this mirror or whatever it is basically disguises itself as one of your mirrors, mm. and then you uh, touch and you get pulled in. Yep. Okay. I mean, yep. So now what? Yeah. Now let's uh, build what exactly this mirror is a little bit more. Is this mirror? Or does this mirror have like a conscience or a mind or the goal, or is it like um, a mindless thing that is functioning in a certain way? To do a certain thing and it has no it has no morality pulling it one way or the other. It just it's just a thing that exists.
0: So I know like a tree has yeah.
1: no morality. It just grows. Uh, like whether it grows into the side of your house or grows beside your house creates nice shade, it doesn't really matter. It's just doing its thing.
0: I know when we did the the fear door, like that thing had a goal, like a purpose that needed to be fed. Yes. This doesn't quite feel like that this feels like this is a thing existing for the person entering it it does i mean getting to see your own personality types uh doesn't feel very like evil and uh, it seems almost like a gift of sorts like you go in there and you can suddenly see what's most important to you very blatantly there like these are the things that are most important to you and this mirror is almost just like giving you a gift to let you see what's really in your heart And then it spits you out and moves on to the next person to share its gift with
1: Okay, so this is sort of turning into an It's a Wonderful Life Which also used a train I know we moved away from the train, but that's another example of somebody that used a train in their story
0: It's a Wonderful Life does not have a train in it
1: It does not have a train? I thought it had I mean, a train. it has
0: like one train, but that train doesn't do anything Oh. It brings the brother home. I don't think. I don't think it qualifies. I'm thinking of this.
1: the VeggieTales tray. <laughs>
0: oh no, no! 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 I have the VeggieTale one. one's not that good. Out of their remakes, I think "It's a Wonderful Life" was not a strong
1: one for them. I still haven't seen the original "It's a Wonderful Life," so.
0: You just know you could never come to my family around Christmas or else my father won't let you in until you've seen it and then you'll have to see No, it. you
1: invite me to watch it.
0: Okay. So we like to watch it the week uh of Christmas at some point. Uh we watch it in colour, even though my father insists prefers it in black and white, I prefer it in colour and I refuse to watch it in black and white and they want me to join, so we watch it in colour. Uh and yeah. It's great and you'll love it. Okay. But that's off topic. Back to personality mirrors. So, let's let's talk about what happens when you're inside. What's the experience like when Yeah, cuz
1: this is the really big thing. This is the main thing. Yeah.
0: This this is I... the thing all the stories are about. One one day I... you're just chilling. You realize your mirror's broken. You go to fix it. Next thing you know, you're inside it and you're face to face with how many personality types, would you say?
1: I for the sake of the story, I wouldn't think that this is a thing that should really go over six or so. Yeah. You can maybe make it work with more than that. Uh, but if just for the sake of like keeping track of everything, you do not want to make too many of these guys. Uh, like, for example, one of the th- things about Lord of the Rings... Now, while... Lord of the Rings is incredibly popular and incredibly well done, and so a lot of people know all of the characters in Lord of the Rings. When I was first reading Lord of the Rings, I could only remember, like, two or three of the characters.
0: Mm-hmm. I still it's only good... remember two or three of the characters.
1: Yeah, I still have trouble remembering them all. Like, I don't know uh, Actually, that's The characters. Hobbit.
0: I don't have that issue with Lord of the Rings. I have that with The Hobbit. Yeah, I don't know any uh, of anyway. all the dwarves' names.
1: <laughs> anyway, like that's the sort of problem you want to exist. Once you you don't want to exist, like because once you get too many characters, you can't keep track of who's doing what, where, when, why, and yeah. everything. Uh, although I think these characters would be a little bit easier to keep track of because they are one note.
0: Yeah, but you uh, still you still want to? For one, I think since these are like the big core. You wouldn't have many core person. Like, everyone has a lot of smaller personality things. Like, you like this food type, or you enjoy this type of music, or this is your favorite color. But none of those things are, like, core you. Like, th- yeah, this like is what defines you.
1: Yeah, for example, I one person might be a big fan of tacos, but that doesn't define them. Yeah. But another person might ha- be uh, very passionate about cooking, and so that becomes a core uh, personality trait is like that is your passion that is your career goals uh, to become a professional chef uh, etc
0: yeah now for funsies do we want to pick what f- I, I think five would honestly be a better number when you think of personalities I think is like a big number for that. You have like yeah. a, a star thingy mabagi I don't know what it's called P- People do when they're yelling at me for not knowing uh, But that's that's a 5 I, Otherwise it's like 8 I think is the other big one And I think eight's too many So I think I think 5's a nice yeah, the,
1: yeah I I do think that the 8 would be too many You got yeah. 8 plus the main character Yeah the so I think you get between
0: good. 3 and 5 personally You get at least 3 it might have to dig for them, but it will find you three different personality types. Yeah, <laughs> and no. yeah. so let's let's define like what qualifies as a personality type because there's things such as, uh, so we seem to be suggesting things you're passionate about doing qualify. So for me, like reading and writing, like a literature personality would be one, and like a video game personality would be one because those are two things I'm very passionate about doing.
1: Yeah, I think that. Uh... Yeah, I think that this could go either way, whereas, like, it could be something that you're passionate about, but it could also be, uh, maybe somewhat based in, uh, your primary emotions, like, emotions that you feel strongest. I don't know. Because the the idea is that this is sort of a look into yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, if, for example, uh,
0: Okay, so let's, let's take uh, the writing
1: example. You go and you see yourself uh, as like a writer, and this is like basically the only uh, character trait that this uh, writer you know, has is that she is a writer. But from that one character trait, there are like many branches that, equi- that create other character traits. For example, um, uh, th- it, this might be okay depending on what kind of writer you are. Uh, for example an architect writer would be uh, thinking about everything very logically let's have a plan uh, for every little thing that we do for a thing whereas a discovery writer would be more I guess free in the wind I don't know how to describe it other than that
0: Yeah, so I guess Um, what you mean is this person who's passionate about it's not just passionate about this big broad thing. It's passionate about like the things about that you are so like for a video game one for mine, it would like indie games like small one player easy story based indie games, and it would like Minecraft. And that would be okay. it, because those are the only games I play. So, like, if you tried to, despite this being like a video game personality, you showed it a shooter game, it would look at you in, with disgust and hatred and threaten to shoot you in real life for even uh-huh. suggesting such a thing. That they yes, that,
1: like, I think it would be great. It's like if uh, the personality traits like that were actually amped up uh, and exaggerated a little bit, because this is being a little bit further away from looking into like. Your true self Because it's basically Your true self But Amplified Yeah you know, where, where now Like your true self Would not want It would not actually Go to kill anyone But maybe this Version of you would
0: You know This version uh, Kills uh, people like, no in, other... in video games All the time So what's Why not kill someone In real life Like yeah. the world's the A video game I was thinking
1: now. Was because this is Such a one note Uh character Maybe because This character Is lacking Other characteristics Uh yeah, you know, she might not actually uh, have any restraint. Like, restraint might be a characteristic that she is lacking. And mm-hmm. the absence of that one characteristic adds in the other characteristics of being destructive and um, having no forethought or anything like that. Whereas a different part of that person might be the opposite and actually have the, for- or the forethought. Like, for example, an architect writer.
0: Yeah. And also, like, I think this makes it a lot more interesting because you have, like, stereotypical, like, the video game personality and the artist personality and the chef personality and, like, they're their stereotypes. But these aren't exactly stereotypes. They're not as one-dimensional as you would think because they embody a lot of yourself. Like, they embody different characteristics of yourself that is reflective around this one thing. So, for example, someone the my... Uh, who have video games that was my thing they would probably be violent but only towards people I like just cause that's how I am in video games I'm not violent to people that like I, if you annoy me or something I ignore you in a video game but if I like you I drive you mad in video games that's just how it works so if I li- it would be violent towards people oh, I like oh, oh, oh. yeah
1: I just thought about something like it'd be th- constantly th- trying to
0: build things
1: <laughs> I, I just thought about something like uh, so one question that I knew we would eventually never really get to is can multiple people enter the mirror and what happens if that does occur but if, the, if multiple people enter the mirror and let's say that you were trying to write like a uh a love story between two different characters and they're seeing like the core personalities sit in of each other and then what if you had like that one character that one part of one person that wanted that went to uh yeah, that was okay. So you were saying that uh, you are mean to the people you like. Well, this person, it was this, this person of you might in really let's, let's take that example. Like really likes this uh, uh, guy and is really mean to this guy.
0: Would oh, be awful, to it. Like uh, in like a trolley type way, like constantly trying to trip <laughs> them up, or take things, or just snide comments. You guys see my- if any of you guys are unsure what I'm talking about, just watch one of my survival videos on my actual channel. You will know exactly how I interact with people and what I mean by this. And if that's amplified, I can see- I can see feelings getting hurt. Because I personally know when to stop and when like in different people's levels because that's another trait I have which is being very good at reading other people like where they fall in things like this and being able to change my own personality to kind of like reflect what different people need and what they what they want from me and that's that's not something this video game person will have anymore so they just won't stop they'll just keep on going like I know I can't troll my brother as much in video games, because he gets upset really easily about it, and so I don't do it to him that much. And then I have, like, uh, my friend Shanner, who's on the server, and he thinks it's hilarious when I do it, so I do it a lot to him. Constantly. I'm Just constantly, because tra- he just finds enjoyment out of it, and it makes him happy. And we laugh about it a lot, and therefore I do it to him a lot. But, you know. Yeah, this
1: version... Won't have that. Yeah, he if you would have no restraint. None. Like... Like I, I do think that would be really interesting to see like the uh, different areas of a character that are complete opposite to each other depending on the circumstance and uh, what this character is uh, passionate about. Uh, passionate about. Um,
0: I, I think it'd just be fun example, to write yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's, you could really
1: do that uh, with this. You could just like look at yourself and be like, "What are my core characteristics? I'm going to put those, divide them into these different characters, and throw myself into a story." Yeah, pick five like, characteristics normally, of
0: yourself, and then see what happens when you remove, you separate them, because things happen.
1: Yeah, normally I would recommend against writing yourself into a story, uh, but in this instance, I don't think it would be that bad.
0: Well, like, there's it, a lot of problems did...
1: that come from writing yourself into a story.
0: Yeah, well, it also kind of depends on uh, what your goal is, I guess. If you're you're writing, I think if you're writing a full-blown novel, don't do it. Just don't write yourself in it. But if you're just writing a short story and the purpose of it is self-reflection for yourself, and then you want to just share that journey with other people, then go for it. Like, yeah, write yourself into it. That makes perfect sense. But if you're writing, like, a story to entertain people and, like, engage them and maybe make some points along the way probably don't write yourself into it because then that just leads it's just awkward you're putting yourself out there in a way that people don't realize you're putting yourself out there and then they're gonna be harsh and crush you and you'll feel bad unlike in a short story where people are like oh this is this person oh thank you for sharing this journey you'll get different responses and some of them you won't want so just be careful of that
1: also very often people uh, who write themselves into his stories intentional whether it be intentionally or unintentionally turn those characters into mary Sue's don't do it uh or or they will make them very bland and uh characterless because what they're doing is they are sending themselves on a journey as they are writing the uh story and They don't actually insert themselves into the character. They make the character bland, and then have the story sort of guide the character around, just going around with it on this grand adventure. But whoever's reading that...
0: Yeah. What? Whoever's
1: reading that isn't necessarily interested in the story, because they're not interested in the character that the story is about. Now, sometimes this can work, uh, where a reader might project themselves onto the bland character. I know that this is a big thing with the Twilight books.
0: Dante. Uh, where Imperno is a fan. I fan, have not I
1: have not read the Twilight books or seen the movies, but I have heard that this is something that they did diversion Divergent is also
0: uh the main characters. The author.
1: Yeah. So the, okay, I didn't I wasn't aware of that, but yeah, that explains it.
0: Mhm. -hmm. Yeah, like whenever you're writing yourself
1: into a story, just be careful.
0: But I won't write like this type of story. I feel like you, uh, you, you, uh, you're less likely to fall into that trap because you have to work on your character like crazy. Because you have to give them five core things. And see how they interact. And when you're, you have five core things, you have to think about like, hey, this person is those five core things, and this person better reflect those five core things as they're interacting with the five core things, or else people are going to call you out as your book being like contradicting to itself and not not true. Yeah,
1: and just uh, when you're making when you're making this uh, story, just be very careful again about putting yourself in there, uh, because once you put uh, put yourself in there, I cannot emphasize this enough, once you put yourself in the story, it's... There's a lot of other pitfalls. The Mary Sue thing is a big one. Uh, Even if it's like... and Another one is uh, you might accidentally not make these characters flawed enough, like these different personality traits. Uh, For example, I might make them all seem too perfect uh without thinking about it because you know i don't want to see the flaws in myself so i just write the better sides okay like, like, okay this person now this core personality is sharing this core personality is compassion this core personality is telling jokes that everybody loves uh, well, I I,
0: I can already say I haven't followed that trap. I already said my video game personality would torture people, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good!
1: Yeah, I would trust you to write the, the... You were one of the people I think would write the story correctly.
0: Yeah, for uh, self-reflection. Because that's what the story is. It's a self-reflection. You're going into this mirror and you're seeing yourself in ways you've never seen yourself before. Maybe we should get back onto that and things. So, like, something fun we could do is yeah. we could try to create ourselves in this situation... And develop characters based off that And like situations and see how the room Or the other option is we actually build the room That you end up in And see what that actually looks like Like what's this world look like
1: I say see what this world Looks like
0: Yeah yes, yeah. th- That's a, sort of a
1: big deal yeah, there Like is. um the, like, Once you enter this world What is around you Is it nothing are you the only person here
0: uh, I mean you got your personal
1: are there? Eyes. Uh, what's, what's it look like in a mirror? Is it like a mirrored version of reality? Like basically everything looks the same as it would in reality Except backwards, everything's reversed
0: I know, that's so um, cliche though
1: Uh, Yeah, but it, I, I'm just trying to think What would happen if you were to enter this mirror? What would everything around you look like and appear as?
0: So the mirror's main focus is to present your personalities And teach you something about yourself so I feel like the mirror would make the environment you're in very minimalistic. Like they won't want much distractions. They want this person to enter this world and be like, here's your personalities, interact, have fun. By the way, in certain, what, what would be the thing that would get you kicked out? Is it a time limit? Like you've got this amount of time to experience this before the mirror says, okay, next. I think
1: that more What it would be is Once you have learned Your lesson Whatever that lesson may be About yourself That you need to learn That is when You Exit The mirror Uh okay. The mirror is waiting for you To to learn something Kind of like Uh This is a strange example But like
0: Groundhog Day Uh Yeah, uh, yeah He he was Um the,
1: on re- the main character Was on repeat Living the same day Over and over again Until He learned Uh to better himself than just be a good person in general because he starts off as an awful person but then who only cares about himself very selfish then by the end of the movie he's learned to care about those around him and that is what caused the repeating days to end. Yeah. And so so I think something like this like uh, maybe there are a few core uh, oh here's an idea maybe it's not necessarily core personality traits that this is linked to, but some of the most problematic personality traits in your life. And so so this person now has to... uh, This isn't even just one character arc at this point. This is multiple character arcs for the same person uh, where he has to go around and solve these different problems in his life and face these different major character flaws.
0: So and by t- the end, of
1: course, he's not necessarily this character's not necessarily Mary Sue, but uh,
0: he's aware it, of it. They're aware of what's going on.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and uh, once and this character has learned about the different uh, positive thing, has managed to overcome them, or at least better them, better them. Then this person gets released from the mirror.
0: So I still think it would be cool if it's under still like the guise of like things you like and like good things in your life. So for ex- going back to the video game one because it's just a good example, uh, you would first your first thought would be oh this is the person that represents my love of video games, and then you realize how violent this person is and like how they're interacting with people is very negative and not not nice unkind and you're realizing and then it's you have to identify that within this one aspect of yourself so it's kind of obvious what the core thing is like this person is a baker they're constantly baking so you have this uh this chef guy uh, and as you're getting to know this person you're realizing that they're very obsessive over cooking like to the point where they won't talk about anything else they don't look at it they won't really even acknowledge you they're just thinking of recipes and stuff and it gets annoying and s- slowly you realize oh wait I'm like that when I cook I'm obsessive I kick people out of the kitchen I'm not nice I'm so focused on this thing that I'm ignoring everything else that goes around me and that's a problem and then voila you've one of your personalities is I don't know do they dissolve once you realize that or do they just continue following you around as you discover them? I things? would
1: say it fuses itself with you because maybe what, oh. what happens
0: what? Oh, I was agreeing continue
1: Okay, because something I was thinking about was once these personalities uh, split from you, maybe you still are aware of them, but they are no longer actually directly connected to you. And what you have to go around uh, do is go around picking up these personalities, and then... Uh, but the only way to pick them up, uh, for lack of a better word, is um, to actually uh, learn about them and realize... Uh, the major uh, flaws yeah, that you have and that causes them to, uh, to reconnect to you. And once you collect them all, then the mirror spits you out.
0: Yeah. It moves on. So this mirror is just going yeah. around making better people.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to take these per- uh, personalities from these major flaws, stick them around in various locations, and you have to go around, find them, read into them, actually look Deep in within yourself and analyze what's going on with these people, and then you uh, you uh, and then once you've man- managed to make yourself better with them, it becomes a part of you again, and you can keep uh, moving on. Now, something else you were talking about the obsessive baking. Yeah, I'm thinking, what, what if this is a thing that this character uh, gets very obsessive in general? Uh, But baking is, like, one of the areas where it comes out the most. Yeah. So that is the area that the mirror shows.
0: Yeah.
1: But in general, this person's very obsessive and maybe very controlling Mm -hmm. um, over situations. Like, maybe it's uh, this person's child wants to help with uh, baking and then is turned away. Then this person says, no, no, you don't get to help me bake because I need to do everything right. I need to do everything uh, my way and stuff. And maybe at this point, instead of it just being an immediate realization, oh, I see what the problem is, I'll fix it, it's, oh, I see what the problem is, uh, okay, I'll let you help out, but then uh doesn't actually end up reconnecting with this uh, part of them. It's like, well, why didn't it work? Well, because, for a few reasons. One could be because you didn't solve the actual problem. Just let it, one, letting this person help out doesn't help help with the problem yeah uh, throughout the whole life. Like the main problem is obsession over control, not not letting somebody cook. Yeah. And um another thing could be uh maybe even once this person it's like invites this child to come and cook is still very controlling over the situation.
0: I mean and there's other ways that you that can be shown like for different types of people like say you're a parent and that's a big part of your personality, so now you have a parent self but you're watching them interact with the children, and maybe this isn't something you'd actually do, but it, again, this is the mirror, everything's heightened and reflected strangely. Uh, and you watch as you're just cruel to your kids, as you're trying to get them to be something they're not, or you're trying to overpressurize them, and you're, sho- you're just shown being like, a, I don't know, like, a, I don't, you haven't watched that movie yet, so I'm not gonna use that example because that spoils too much. Uh,. Uh, you're just- you're just over-controlling and overbearing uh, of your children, and you're watching them break, and yourself- you're- you're seeing yourself be cruel in ways that you didn't realize you were being. Because sometimes the best thing- the only way to fix yourself is to actually see yourself.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, how- and now it comes to the question, how do you exactly, uh- mix yourself in this world. Like you go and you see it, is it upon realization what's going around with this person? Or
0: are uh, you? I think you have to, do you to, like, you have to act yeah. I think you have to act on it. Like uh we we're going back to the cooking, like letting the kid cook, but also like actually letting the kid cook, like coming out, sitting behind them, <gasps> showing them how to mix. Like you actually have to interact with them and be like, This is how and being kind and doing it nice like how you're supposed to do it.
1: Yes. I just thought about something like, because the idea is um, that these are two separate people. You got your main character, and then you got the character trait that this person is interacting with. Well, what if what you have to do in like this cooking instance is actually push that character trait of you aside, and, and like literally like suppress that character trait, and then uh, bring in the child, and the, and uh, any time the character trait will just be there fighting with you, saying, "Hey, don't let this person cook. They're going to uh, to um." ruin everything, and you're just sitting there, basically suppressing the voice in your head. Uh, in this person, is telling, it's just constantly telling yourself, no, 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 don't do that. And so now, uh, you, you really are, this is like, literally you telling you to keep on with this, uh, character flaw, and you have to actively suppress that character flaw.
0: Until you get to the point where you've actually taken its place in what's happening... And at what, that point, yes. you're you're both one. You've merged again. Yes. Except now you're the better self for it, and you've learned a lesson. Yes. Mm-hmm. And th-
1: and that could be what you do throughout the entire thing. Now, I think that we've done a pretty good job of building this for the most part, but there's one other thing that I, wa- that I think that we should really go over, mm-hmm. which is um, the, the mirror and when somebody enters. Uh, this person, once they enter, needs a way of knowing... What exactly is going on
0: I mean you see so I think yourself that this,
1: Yeah I mean I think that this is an instance Where maybe The mirror could actually be A character and it's just sort of Maybe this uh, voice Or perhaps um, It can't it, it maybe uh, It actually does have a physical Form which I imagine It would just be like a human Okay okay
0: I've got some right. symbolism for you Okay here, so the mirror comes, and I don't think it's a talking thing. It's the thing that kind of shows you. Uh, and it's your guide, and it's like this shattered person. So it looks like a, just shards everywhere. It looks disfigured and things out of place and stuff. But as you gui- it guides you along, it starts becoming you and healing itself. And then when you're done and you've completed everything, not only is yourself now whole, your reflection is whole too, and then you're sent out. And, and literally, when you come out, it looks like you're just looking at yourself. Like, one minute you're you're looking at yourself inside the mirror, and next moment you're just looking at yourself outside the mirror. And it's a smooth transition. And it looks cool in the movie form.
1: Yes! I love it!
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes! So you pretty you're pairing both yourself and your reflection.
1: This, this is perfect! Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I can come up okay, with that. This, I mean. I mean, this
1: story has excellent potential for character and world building. Also, just as a quick aesthetic feel sounds, for everything, yeah. Which, should the uh, world like look normal except for maybe one slight thing where uh, everything looks like giant pieces of shattered glass? I know, like, or I no shattered know. reflections?
0: I, I feel like, like that could get. That, I'm I That's something I like to do when I'm writing a story, so I imagine it as like a movie or TV show. And that does not sound very appealing to an audience to watch. Like a lot of not. reflections and things. So uh, what I'm almost thinking is it's like an empty back. It's like the back of a mirror where it's just a plain solid color. So you just have like. I don't know. I, I just always. I, just, I keep wanting okay. to imagine this as very simplistic.
1: Okay, so how about this? So that it's sort of simplistic, but it still has this cool shattered mirror effect of like what the world, the mirror, the world actually feeling like it's made out of a mirror, a shattered mirror. Um, Your your guide is taking you through the different areas to see your different uh, personalities, Mm -hmm. and the way it does that is like maybe the entire world around you just starts falling apart and shattering. And then reforms into a different location, a different
0: setting. Ooh, that sounds dramatic.
1: It would be very dramatic and look so cool. And also Uh, freak
0: you out the first time, making you think you did something wrong. Yes. Because, like, you merge with the first one, and then suddenly everything just, like, pshh. Around you, and you're just like, Oh no, I broke something! <laughs> I did it wrong! I thought that I was doing something right, maybe not! And then that kind of gives you the question as you're like, Now you have a second scene, and you're still like apprehensive and confused, and kind of now you're almost against changing because you're scared of the shatter, which makes more better conflict for the story and like the story keep going. Like, you're. Because that's, should... that's the problem I kind of see with this world, is it getting repetitive like after the third one you get the idea you're about to see yourself uh, a part of yourself that you need to fix and you need to be do something physical and you let you kind of get the idea so having like the glass shattered first will make the second one a bit more interesting because you have that apprehensive and I almost feel like you need something progressively that makes I know that makes it more interesting for the reader because like what I guess you, it depends a lot on the order you put these things like you put an easy one first and they get like more complicated as you go along So like number five would be the most complicated of it all Like you take baby steps Yeah and, and I think that's, that's That's where we're gonna end it for today It seems like a sudden ending but there's reasons why We have to, we have to end it here But we now have a, a mirror dimension Where you just have people And where you're put in front of personalities That get more and more complicated As you go through the mirror Until you've reunited with your full self And your reflective self And then you're put out and then the mirror moves on and that it's a simple world, but I think it's a pretty good one, and it's got a lot of possibilities for reflection, pun fully intended.
1: Yeah, I think that this would work really well as a story in a, just a million different ways. Yeah, I... And this is the kind of story where you could write yourself into it.
0: Which is fun, and I might do that as a writing exercise, just for funsies, because I... For reflection, like, I think it's just a good... Even if you're not a writer, I think it's just a good exercise for people to do to get to know themselves better. But this is where we're going to end it, so we will uh, be back next week with another prompt and another world to build, and we'll see you guys then. Bye!
1: When will my reflection show who I am inside?